All right, you guys, what's up? How are you? Welcome back to Cast Me Maybe. I hope you're ready for this episode because I'll be talking about another remake. That's right, you heard me, another remake. But tonight's not just about a remake. It's about the original and the subsequent remake of the film. That's right. This episode is all about Carrie versus Carrie. The 1976 original starring Hollywood icon Sissy Spacek and the 2013 remake starring former child star Chloe Grace Moretz. The same plot and two very different outcomes. Since this is a podcast about casting choices, I'll be comparing the casting of the 2013 film to the 1976 original and ultimately decide which film and which casting choices were the best. Which ones will win in this ultimate original versus remake film showdown. So I think it's time to get carried away. Since Carrie is such a classic in both film and literature, I'm hoping you all know the story. But if you don't, I'll give you a quick rundown. A Sparknotes version, if you will. Carrie, originally, is a novel that was released by world-renowned horror author Stephen King in 1974. Now, the book was so successful that it spawned a ton of adaptations, and perhaps the most famous one being the 1976 film starring Sissy Spacek. Basically, Carrie is a frumpy, isolated, and bullied young girl who is always at the mercy of her classmates and extremely religious and borderline abusive mother. And things take a turn when Carrie unleashes her powers at her high school prom and finally gets her revenge. Now, if you know anything about Stephen King novels, you know there's always a twist. And the twist in Carrie is so unique and magnificent that the original film did such a great job of portraying it on the big screen. The remake? Well, <laughs> not so much. Now, because I'm talking about two versions of the same film, it's really easy for me to completely favor one film over the other, which I totally do, by the way. But for the purpose of this episode, I'm going to go... Carrie versus Carrie, Sissy Spacek versus Chloe Grace Moretz, and let's see who comes out on top, shall we? When Carrie starts playing on your screen, you have high expectations. First of all, the book is absolutely fantastic, and like, if you haven't read it, please go do that. I'm serious. Go to your local bookstore, COVID precautions willing, go to a Barnes and Noble online, get it on your ebook, you know, just get it and read the book because you're seriously missing out if you haven't. And secondly, the original film blows your mind. So color me not so surprised when the remake started playing and I was immediately bored and disappointed. Even within five minutes of watching the 2013 version, I could tell that it was a pure copy of the original. And I mean, yes, that is what remakes are. But this was a shot by shot remake, completely dry and unoriginal just like the 1998 remake of Psycho. It was a complete shot-by-shot film that was totally unnecessary. And I know you're probably thinking, Nithi, your podcast is about casting choices, not actual films. So why are you talking about the film itself? And to answer that, I say, the film sets a big precedent for casting. The story, the filmmaking, and the casting all tie in together. And obviously, like I said, with a remake, you have extremely high expectations, and that extends to the casting too. Seeing Chloe Grace Moretz as Carrie just didn't sit right with me. Carrie is known for being a wallflower, not your quote-unquote typical girl, but still beautiful. Chloe Grace Moretz looked 
more like the girl who was supposed to bully Carrie than Carrie herself. In fact, Chloe Grace Moretz looked like the girls who bullied me in high school. And the charm of Sissy Spacek is that as Carrie, she looked so unique, whether she was in her everyday clothes or in her final scenes in her prom dress. Whereas Chloe Grace Moretz just looked like she was trying so hard to be the victim or like the bully or the out the outcast in her everyday clothes and ended up being dressed like she would regularly not on film set when she was decked out in her prom outfit. So purely from a look standpoint, it's one point to the original Carrie and zero to the remake. And this is the difficulty with remaking a cult classic film, a film that is so loved and revered by so many people all around the world. Every look was so chosen so purposefully in the 1976 version and emphasized every nook and cranny of the story of Carrie. And it's so loved that the remake just completely misses the mark and doesn't match up in any shape or form whatsoever. But it's not just the looks that don't match up between the original and the remake. It's the overall portrayal of the lead character that shows how miles away the 2013 version is from the classic original. Everything about the characters in the 2013 version felt stiff and over-rehearsed, while everything about the 1976 film felt completely natural, with each individual action done so purposefully and brilliantly that it really added to the overall honestly, like, fucking amazingness of the film. Sissy Spacek was so brilliant in her portrayal of Carrie that she left such a lasting impression. I mean, that's almost 50 years later, and I'm still talking about how great her portrayal was. And I wasn't even born in 1976, let alone old enough to watch the film. I think I first watched the original Carrie 10 years ago. And the fact that I can remember her portrayal so vividly from that long ago is just a testament to how like groundbreaking and amazing she is and how talented she was as Carrie. And that really says something about her. And one scene that really stands out is actually at the beginning of the film, when Carrie is in the bathroom after gym class and starts bleeding and she becomes hysterical. She's thinking that she's dying and that something's happening to her, that the devil is coming to get her, like her ever so overly religious mother kept instilling in her that the devil was going to get her. And that scene was, and that scene was so well played out with the bullies in her gym class throwing pads and tampons at her and mocked her um, and her naivety of not knowing what a period was. Spacek and all of the supporting characters that you saw, you really felt that, like you really felt what Carrie was going through in that moment. And it's all a testament to the portrayals of the actors. They did brilliant jobs. Even the girls in the background who were just throwing pads and tampons and laughing at Carrie were so brilliant. And everything fits so well together right up until the intervention of the gym teacher. And you really were like, holy shit, what a fucking scene in a movie. And pardon my French, but that's what you think when you think of Carrie. You think of that iconic scene in the beginning of the film. I mean, among other iconic scenes, obviously. But that's the one that kind of sets the tone of the film going. And it's so cool to watch it. But when you see the same scene played out by Chloe Grace Moretz in the remake, you feel secondhand embarrassment and just so underwhelmed and disappointed. And you think to yourself, 
why the hell am I wasting my time watching this movie when I can just go watch the original all over again? Or you can even go watch the 2002 Gus Van Sant TV movie, which was actually way better than the 2013 remake too, in my opinion. But the best part of the gym scene, of the shower scene and the remake is when the PE teacher played by Judy Greer intervenes. And that's another shitty thing about the 2013 remake is you made Judy Greer the gym teacher. Judy Greer is way more than a subservient character like a gym teacher. She's fantastic and she should be a leading actress in a lot of movies and not the kitschy best friend that she was given in so many rom-coms like 27 Dresses. But that's me digressing. A scene that is supposed to be so forceful and powerful is real, like is realized to nothing in a matter of minutes because of how blandly it was portrayed by an actor who doesn't fit the role and was trying to walk in shoes too big for her. Seriously, that scene in the movie was so bland it might as well have called itself celery and poured ranch dressing on it to make it interesting. Newsflash, it's still not interesting if you put ranch dressing on celery. It's still celery. It's not good. That's how this scene was in the film. As much as they modernized it, you know, with people filming it and making it, oh, 2013, it didn't do shit. It was still bad, It and it just, just shouldn't have happened. And that's really frustrating because that period scene is so important to the film, and it is so special so special in the way Sissy Spacek portrayed it. And again, the remake didn't do it any fucking justice. So it's frustrating when you have such an iconic movie with scenes that are so integral to character development and the plot playing out so well, so geniusly written by Stephen King and portrayed so well in the 1976 version by uh, Sissy Spacek that you have an original that, that, excuse me, a remake that throws it all in the fucking garbage. All for what? Clout? I beg to differ. So it's two points to the original and zero points to the remake. And I have to say the odds are not looking so great for Carrie 2.0. And since I'm talking about an original versus a remake this episode, there's so many things I could be focusing on, you know, the set design, the props and everything. But Because this is such a shot-for-shot remake, there's nothing really I can focus on apart from the acting and the scenes that really stood out to me. And like the period scene, a scene that is so monumental in Carrie is the final prom scene, the climax of the film, where everything comes to a head and you're like, oh shit, what's gonna go down now? And when you watch the original Carrie, which, as a side note, if you really haven't seen the 1976 version yet starring Sissy Spacek, please stop listening to this immediately and go do so and then listen back when you're done because it is a mind-bending, magnificent film that's portrayed so well by everybody in it. And Sissy Spacek, and I know I've been saying her name repeatedly, but she's so fucking cool and iconic in that film that you really are like, wow, I want to be her even though she's scaring the shit out of me in this moment. That's how you feel about her. But she really comes to a head in the prom scene and she is so fantastic. And everything is done so purposefully and so slowly that the buildup is so gradual and you feel the tension when you're watching the film. From the moment the pig's blood spills on Carrie to when she 
lifts her arms in front of her eyes and starts sobbing. And then you hear everybody slowly laughing. And the film edits it so you see like the real classic 70s, 80s um, like visual effect of like uh, people's like heads spinning in circles and laughing and the sound becoming amplified and amplified to then the lights immediately flickering and Carrie realizing her powers. Everything is so slowly built up, but it's like a crescendo. It all rises and then bam, you're hit with the climax. And Sissy Spacek does it so well. And immediately when you see her using her telekinetic powers, you don't see her arms moving in any weird like marionette type of way. She's standing perfectly still, and that's what makes it even scarier. She's perfectly still the entire time while she's closing doors, she's breaking bleachers, and she's causing the gym to explode. And while everybody else is in a panic and dies, she is herself through it all. Calm, careful, collected, even though throughout the film you see her as an anxious character who's always bullied. This prom scene really shows Carrie's evolution as someone who was shy to now someone who is confident but still calm and not aggressive about it in an abrasive way. And that's what I think Sissy Spacek did so well. She took Carrie as a character who is meek and shy and bullied and portrayed her to be a confident person who's also still quite, you know, quiet in her own right and reserved, even when she's beating the shit out of people with like lights and fire. And what's really cool about the prom scene is that uh, the director of the 1976 film put it in a split screen so you could see Carrie on one side and the re and the reactions of the students in the high school on the other. So from the audience's perspective, if you're looking at a screen on the right side, you see Carrie and on the left side, you see everybody else who's flipping out and the way she looks at them and she just exerts her power and her anger and her revenge on these people. And what's even cooler is that Sissy Spacek has these doe eyes. Like, they're very big and she captivates you with the way she looks, which is super awesome. But what's even cooler in this scene is that her eyes don't close. She doesn't blink. Every time Carrie is, you know, realizing her true self and exerting her powers, her eyes are wide open. And that's even scarier. So the fact that she does that, like, almost unnervingly is, is really terrifying, even though it's the type of 70s horror film that you can kind of laugh at because it looks kind of kitschy and, you know, pretty silly with, like, the eerie, like, classic eerie music that plays in the background and the bright reds that are kind of hurting your eyes. They're not meant to look scary, but the way that Sissy Spacek acts it out is terrifying. And I think the best part of that scene is when Carrie walks through the crowds of the gym where everybody's freaking out and she just walks outside of the gym and walks home. That is the coolest part because it's like, hey, I've done what I've had to do. Don't fucking mess with me. Get out of my way. I'm going to go home now. It was like, uh, mission accomplished. Let me wipe my hands clean of this and leave. And she did everything so beautifully. It was so smooth in the way she portrayed it that you were like, wow, what did I just watch? I want to watch it again repeatedly and repeatedly. And it takes a total, total 180 in the remake. And this is where I'm going to get angry as if I haven't been already throughout this episode. But 
when you start watching the prom scene in the remake, it's just so, ugh, is how I can describe it. It is so stiff and extra and unnecessary and so forced that you're like, why the hell am I watching this? When Chloe Grace Moretz as Carrie starts developing her powers and using them, she's moving her arms. And the only way I can describe it is if you've watched Sky High, the Disney Channel original film with Michael Arangano and Danielle Panabaker, and in the final prom scene of Sky High, when Danielle Panabaker, you know, finally uses her powers and you see her like grabbing trees from the sky and flinging them at people, that's what the Carrie remake is doing. She's making her look like some witch when really it's not that at all. Carrie is just becoming her own. And she's making really aggressive sounds and she's groaning and she's being a lot more violent than the original was. And perhaps that's a creative direction of the director of how they wanted the film to be. But I think that really takes away from Carrie. And it made Chloe Grace Moretz's portrayal of Carrie look like shit because she's flinging her arms everywhere and she's yelling and her head is turning and she looks kind of like a character from The Exorcist. She looks possessed. She doesn't look like she's coming into her own, even though her own is a telekinetic woman. You know, it doesn't look like that at all. And one scene that, one like part of this scene that really stands out is that when Carrie sees her bullies running up the bleachers. She points at them and then crushes them with her hand and the, the bleachers crush and then she kills her classmates. And then she sees Judy Greer and she holds her arm out in front of her and clenches her fist and grabs Judy Greer's neck while Judy Greer is levitating and saves her and she throws her on the podium of the gym. But that to me was really interesting because the original Carrie didn't do anything like that. The original Carrie just kind of left everybody in her wake in a very calm manner. And this Carrie is so outwardly aggressive and outwardly hell-bent on revenge that it really just takes away from the, the beauty of Carrie in itself. It's not something that draws you in. It's something that wants that makes you want to leave the movie theater or the room that you're watching the movie in. It's a complete 180 that's flipped and it's quite upsetting. And what's even more interesting about this remake of Carrie and the prom scene is that Carrie goes and exact tries to exact her revenge on specific people. Once she leaves the gym and she's caused all this chaos, she sees a car with the two people who have bullied her most. And she starts stomping on the road and gets the car to stop. And as the car drives towards her because um, they want to kill Carrie, she stops them and immediately kills the guy and then purposefully, slowly exacts revenge on the girl who's been so rude and volatile towards Carrie. And the entire time I was watching that, I was like, why am I watching a Purge film? Why does this feel like I'm watching the Purge? This doesn't feel like Carrie at all. The only similarities between Carrie are that Chloe Grace Moretz is blonde and the prom dress is pink. All of the similarities stop there. And it would be different that if the film were shot in a different way, but even if it's a shot by shot remake, you can still make the character your own if you own up to it. But the way this character was tried to be different with the mannerisms of Carrie moving her arms in like a marionette type of like doll way, like and sync in the bye 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 video, you know, it just didn't fit right. And Chloe Grace Moretz was just not a carry that was 
deserving. Like she, to her credit, she might've thought she was doing the best job possible and sure go off. That's great. But you cannot portray an iconic character like that and just give it such a shitty reimagining. Like she was twisting her head like she was in sinister or like insidious and moving her arms around like she was a witch and it did absolutely nothing to the overall film and i think that's where the remake really falls short and again it's three points to the original and zero to the remake there's really a pattern starting to form here I know all you've heard by now is just me ranting about how much I hate this remake, but in my opinion, I really think it's not a good film. I don't have anything good to say apart from, you know, nice effort, I guess, but even then it really wasn't a good effort because it was, shop, it was a shot-by-shot remake of a fantastic iconic original film that was just modernized with a new cast and someone who looked way too pretty to be the girl in like in question she was chloe grace Martz is gorgeous and that is fantastic she's a beautiful young woman she's way too fucking hot to be carrie and that's not to say sissy's basic isn't beautiful but sissy's basic looked like the girl next door chloe grace Martz looks like the girl next like who looks like the girl who bullies the girl next door you know it just doesn't fit right but with Everything I've said about this film so far and everything that I'm saying now, I don't think I have much more to say than I think it's time to get into the last segment of the episode, Cast It or Pass It. All right, you guys, it is time for the last segment of this episode, Cast It or Pass It. So with everything that you've heard me say about Carrie, the original and the remake, There's not much else to be said apart from the fact that I obviously think Sissy Spacek blew this fucking film out of the water and Chloe Grace Moretz drowned trying to get to the surface in it. Sissy Spacek is the ideal casting for me. She was everything that Carrie should have been and was. I am a big fan of Carrie, the book, and I was an even bigger fan of Carrie when it became the 1976 original film starring Sissy Spacek. She was so fantastic and so purposeful and intricate and beautiful with her portrayal of the character that she's been idolized and iconicized as one of the best horror characters in all of film and all of literature, in my opinion. I really love her version of Carrie. So, and in that sense, I hate Chloe Grace Moretz's version of Carrie. I think she didn't fit the role at all. She was way too like forced as Carrie she was trying to do everything that Sissy Spacek did and it just didn't work and sometimes imitation is not the best form of flattery whatsoever at all and there's no reason to do it again so with that I'm gonna say pass it pass Chloe Grace Moretz on to somebody else or you know if you're gonna remake the film and you're gonna make it a shot by shot remake at least try and innovate it a little bit And for that same reason, I'm going to say cast it. Leave Sissy Spacek as the original. She was fucking fantastic as Carrie. And she is Carrie to me. And she did everything right in that film. But that's just what I think. What about you guys? Do you agree or disagree with the many opinions that I've had about Carrie over the course of this episode? Do you think 
actually, hey, Nadi, I hated Sissy Spacek's version of Carrie. I thought it was really old and dated and she didn't do a good job. And I loved Chloe Grace Moretz's version. And if you do, awesome. I want to hear about it. Let me know. Send me a message. Let's talk about it because your opinions are just as important as mine. And your opinions are super important in keeping this podcast going. If you were to recast Carrie in 2021, would you keep Sissy Spacek? Would you just leave it as a classic or would you change it up? Would you leave Chloe Grace Moretz as Carrie or would you say, hey, actually, let's get someone new. Let's do a new version of the film with a totally different cast who you think might be more effective in portraying the, the book as a film. You know, let me know. Let's hash it out. I really want to keep these conversations going. And I know that sounds like I'm beating a dead horse, but they are super important to me. And I love doing this podcast. And I want to say thank you so much for all of your support. But if you could follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, any extra bit of support means the world. And if you listen to me on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review or a rating because that really helps me out. But with that being said, until next time, this is your host, Nidhi, checking out.